Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Greetings. Hello. My, my bestest friend of forever. Forever bestest. Forever You're one bestest. and only bestest. The Number first. one. No, yes. Bestest. The first bestest. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> How's it going? How do you think next week's gonna go for you? All right, so future me, mm, future me has a very busy week. Uh, she's gonna do the adult thing, and she's gonna do all of her homework and her final. You know, all the modules that she has put off for weeks. Uh huh. All done within the week. That means video games are gonna have to go on the back burner. <gasps> are you gonna be okay? Probably not. But I have to. I am here for emotional support. Thank you. Um, Other than that, we have a lot of like adulty appointment type things. Oh, okay. Hopefully, the week goes by fast and the weekend goes by slow. Okay. And I'll try to slow down time. Thanks. Mm -hmm. That'd be great. Anything for you. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. How about you? Future Uh, moving. Future me is in my new house, in my new room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my office, because I'm going to have an office. Probably going to be enjoying my back porch. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh. With ice cold beer. Is your yard fenced in? The backyard is. Yeah, that's private, great. Yep. Private fence. Leo's going to be so excited. Oh, my God. So excited. He's going to be running for days and just, I can already see it. Zoomies. Zoomies everywhere. Gru is going to be really pissed, and we're probably not going to see him for a couple of days. Yep. Um, But he, too, will have his own room. Nice. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I saw this thing, uh, the little cat cutout thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do that for one of our closets to kind of give him his own little area. Like, the bottom of the closet will have his food and water where just he can get into it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, but uh, um, I'll decide that. Well, I, I mean, I got time. It's you my house. I can house. do what I want. Yep. I have a house. You could paint it fucking LSU colors for all you care. Fuck yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do with my in, office. In Mississippi, that'll be hilarious. You know what? They'll learn to love it. <laughs> I mean, they're practically neighbors. Yes, they Isn't are. Isn't that what God says? Love your neighbor? Uh, you all know, right. Well, yep, yeah, sure. I pro- yeah. All right. There Maybe are some neighbors that I do not love. But... <laughs> All right, listen. Don't make fun of the barking dog next listen, door. Linda. No, we don't have the barking dog next door. That is in a different part of the complex. No. Oh. For the longest time, we had rude fucking neighbors. And then mm-hmm. um, we got new neighbors in that had the same fan that we had. And so they would randomly turn on their light, which would then turn on my husband's computer room light. And so then, being the husband that he is, would go over there and turn it on and off really fast. And then turn his off, like, permanently off. So, we're, yeah. It hasn't happened in a very long time. So, either they got rid of the fan thinking it was possessed, or they changed the settings. (laughs) That's too funny. But, yeah, we would come home from grocery shopping or just come home from getting dinner, and the light would be on the fan full blast, like, Definitely didn't leave it that way. So he was to say you don't have a ghosty in your apartment. He would definitely go in and on off, on off, on off, on off, on off, flip it off, hard off. Oh, that's too hilarious. That's too funny. Well, I mean, we're 
we were living, our neighbors were always some kind of drug addict or crazy something. So. Mm, mm, But now you'll have your mm, own mm. yard and your own space. Like, how close is your new, like, your next neighbor? I don't know yet. A few hundred feet over? Oh, you haven't done Google Street View? I mean, I have, but, I I mean, it's... It's hard to judge, but you would still, like, do you have neighbors? Yes, no. Yes. I will have neighbors on one side, not the other. Oh, okay. I think. I think. And we're on a dead-end street, too, so... I am so excited for Halloween. I have my own yard yeah. that I can just go fucking nuts with. <sighs> Wait. I'm so excited. Do you live in a HOA? A love HOA. A homeowners what? association area? No. Oh, no. thank God. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a requirement. Yes. Nobody is going to tell me what I can and cannot do on Halloween. Let a bitch. Let a bitch come up into my house and tell me I can't decorate for Halloween. Right. Okay. Yeah, Virginia is very big on hoas, and they're everywhere. It's really hard to find property that's not. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're having a really hard time. And the landlord, like the realtor that we're currently talking to, just kind of laughed at us. Oh. Because it's almost impossible, unless you want to live, like, in the country with no internet kind of thing. Oh, yeah, we can't. No, not, not gamers. No internet doesn't work out. No. My God, our internet went out the other day. and just. We had power. Our internet just crashed, and I was in the middle of working. Oh. And so I had to switch over to our hotspot, and then my hotspot wasn't working, so I was, like, in this panic, and Eric calls Verizon. They put our hotspot, because when I got the job, yeah. we upgraded everything, because I had to make sure I've got access to internet at all times. And so when we updated it, they updated our hotspot to a tablet that we haven't had in, like, two years. And so to make up for it, they gave us Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Discovery Plus free. Oh, nice. Yeah. So now we have and all internet. that. And internet <laughs> at all times. Good. So <laughs> Excellent. I was like, woohoo, bonus for us. Look at us. Well, that's so exciting. I'm so excited for you moving. Again, I'll still have to get your housewarming gift. I don't know what to get you yet, though. I just want you to come and visit me. Yes, I already and, told and you that. And that will be my housewarming gift. No, that's no. Yeah, because you'll be at the house and you'll make it nice and warm. Will you have a spare bed? Yeah. Are you going to be okay with my husband walking around naked? Fuck yeah, as long as he does it in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I always tell my mom, I'm like, we have to get our own hotel. Or if you come to visit, just expect my husband to walk around naked. Because every time we go somewhere, we get our own place. Because nobody likes clothes, you know? I mean, they're overrated sometimes. They are. I, I will ask, like, I mean, I I really don't want to see your husband naked, but, I mean, if he could just put a, like, dolly over his penis, I mean, I don't care about the ass. I just don't want the full frontal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he wants to get one of those, like, little Speedo thongs, that would work, too. Like, uh, I mean, the, he Australians, Australians call them budgie smuggle, smugglers. Budgie smugglers. Budgie, budgie, okay. If he wants to put on a pair of budgie smugglers, that'd be cool. Like, I'm open. Like, you do you, boo. I'm just going to tell you, I finally realized why they call them that. Because it looks like you have a little bird. So they call, like, sparrows and stuff budgies, I think. I'm pretty sure. So it looks like a little bird stuck in the front of your underwear. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to ask him. But I think that that revelation just fucking hit my... (laughs) And he said it a lot. I'm just going to look it up right now. I I can't. you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. No judgments. Like, we don't care. Do you, boo. But 
when you come out to get coffee, let's just tuck it in. Something. Patty Smugglers. It's Australian slang for men's tight-fitting Speedo-style swimwear. The lump in the front apparently resembles a budgie when it's stuffed down the front of someone's shorts. Yeah, a budgie is a bird. I'm so proud of you. So, yeah. How funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. But, yeah, uh, any, other, any other future you things? I can't think of any other future me things. I really can't right now. I'm just so excited that I'll actually be in my house. I get to decorate it however I want. Oh, how's that going to work for work? Did you take all that time off to get moved and settled and stuff? Uh, I do have time uh, pending. Uh, so basically, I'll have that whole week off if I wanted it. Okay. But there's so many people already out that I really don't want to leave them shorthanded that long. So I may take a couple of days of PTO and then just finish out the week working. Yeah. Depending on when we can get our internet hooked up and all of that. Well, ideally uh, your hotspot should work, yeah? Yeah, my hotspot will definitely work. But, I mean, we have fiber internet out there. Who doesn't want to work on fiber internet? Fiber internet is fucking beast mode. Oh, we got it in the house we lived in in Washington, like Washington State, right before we lit. Oh, God. That stuff was on speed. No pun intended. I mean, you look like you are fiending for this stuff. I'm so excited now. Fiber. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Fiber is the way to go. So that is exciting. I really hope, like, you have a solid hookup. Because if not, you need to call and complain straight away and be like, I know this stuff is beast mode. So you guys are going to come out here and repair it. Okay. Well, and the good thing is, because I work from home, we can write it off on our taxes. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's exciting. I'm excited for you. So now you really have to come bring your laptop. You can fucking nerd out on my... I'll just pack my desktop and take it with me. (laughs) Yeah. Just come on. I mean, you just move in. I don't know why we're talking about you visiting. You might as well just move in. We all know that you're going to come move in. I'm in the military. Well, that's okay. I don't you know. Can have a, you can be my neighbor and still be in the military. Like, we don't judge. No, I think if we didn't move to Australia, I don't know how feasible or realistic that'll be, but we'll probably move back West Coast, Washington State, more than likely. Ugh. We really like hippies. It's all muggy and rainy, and. It didn't really rain that much while we lived there. A bunch of commies live there. No, a bunch of hippies live there. It's really hard <laughs> to group those two together. <laughs> And it's beautiful so that's and it's where green. Twilight took place. Yeah, that's I mean, fine. If I have, if I turn into a glittery vampire, that's fine too. I will glitter okay. all day long. Just, I mean, if you're gonna go the vampire route, you gotta at least bite me. Like turn me into, yeah. Bite you gotta me. make me a vampire too. <laughs> like you can't be a vampire and me just be a puny human. That yeah. is not acceptable. But do you think Eric would appreciate that? Are I you don't gonna bite care. him anyway? It, yeah, I, I mean, man. Could you imagine my already extra husband as a sparkly vampire? <laughs> I fucking love that vision. <laughs> With his budgies. His little budgie budgies. Budgies. That's oh my god. Funny. Ridiculous. All right. You ready for this? All right. Yes, I am. I'm actually really pumped about this topic. Is this, is this one you researched? Uh, well, I mean, the Three last hours. One. <laughs> Yeah, this was about, yeah, yeah.
So welcome to another wonderful episode. Episode 16? Yes. Yeah, we're keeping count now, because why not? Well, I mean, next week I'm not going to remember what episode we're on, so. but I I send you my links. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, What are we? We're Coffee Chaos Chatter. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Maybe I should slow down all the alcohol. I don't know. (laughs) What are we? What are we? Oh, right. Podcast. We're doing podcasts. Coffee We're vampires. Show. We're glittery <laughs> vampires. You've got me all kind of discombobulated right now. Uh, I am Sabrina, for those of you who don't know. I think you. Yep. And I'm Sarah. What's up, Sarah? It's just Sarah's my sparkly vampire. Yep. He's going to bite me. Yep. Bitch tried to do it on her own. You don't leave a bestie Not out in the yet. cold. I haven't yet. Okay. All right. The, you know, Pinky Promise through the digital realms. Okay. That's right. It's happening. Uh, so today, Sarah's going to surprise me with a topic. I'm going to surprise her with a topic. I'm actually going to surprise the world with this topic. Are you? I'm pretty pumped about it. Is, Not it, even gonna lie. is it more murder? I felt like a genius. And then I had to come up with another topic. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I was just on such a great roll. It took away from my high having to do a second topic, but yeah, but your episode fifteen topic was great, and you you did the whole wing in it. I did, and it came I out really it good. Off. Yeah, it was good. I pulled it off. Not a lot like of it. people could do that. No, that's right. I'm awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so because I started last episode, last whatever. Yeah, episode fifteen. Uh, it's your turn. Yeah, I know. So surprise us first. How exciting is that? I'm pretty pumped. Well. Much like last episode, I stuck to the 1950s because that seems to be when all the crazies are, you know. 1950s? 1950s. 1800s? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Seems they span through the centuries. Crazy people everywhere. I'm telling you, man. We're time jumping. It happens. It does happen. Time traveling. So today I take you to Mexico. Woohoo! Yeah, we're world, world, world travelers. Sombrero. I need my sombrero and my margarita. So Let's go. Where can I, do I go? Do I get to ride a donkey? You can, can if there. you want. To... But to yes. get to this place, you will need a boat. A boat? It's an island. Is it full of drugs? Because oh. I'm too pretty for jail. It is not full of drugs. Okay. My, my, right, something much up. more creepy and... Creepy. Are there ghosties on this boat to this island? There are ghosties rumored yes. to be on this island. I'm totally becoming friends with Casper. That's actually not the creepiest part of this island, though. What? Yep. I really wanted to send you a picture. It was your favorite thing in the whole world. Scared you during are the there's... Amber-y. No! <laughs> I can't do it! <laughs> you just made my whole gut sink! <laughs> Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Sabrina is deathly terrified of clowns. Deathly. Like, you could even send her a email, like, I dare you, to send an email with a picture of a clown. I can't. I can't do it. You're going to make me cry. Just put it in there, dear Sabrina, check this, and, Uh -uh. yeah, do it. Uh -uh. Anyway, so, uh, we are going to... You're taking me to a clown island? No, it's not a clown island, but it has clown things on it. Just listen. Listen to the story. You'll be fine. I'm already scared. All right. So we're going to La Isla de la S. 
Muñecas. Basically, it translates, in, it translates into the island of dolls. <gasps> the doll island! Yeah, Senora would be very disappointed in my very poor Spanish. It's all right. We usually just go get Telly. She'll be all right. So, yeah, Telly's. Mm. Okay, anyway. Um, this story, of course, entwines with the story of Don Julian Santa Barrera. Santana. Don Julio. Uh, Don Julian. Oh, excuse me, tequila. Don Julian. Don Julian. Santana Barrera. Oh. Yeah, because we're Spanish. The whole name. The whole name. Okay. Okay. But we're going to shorten the name now. We're just going to call him tequila. We're going to call him Don Julian. Tequila. Was from a county called Zoachimalico. Okay. Nailed it. Yep. It's a county of Mexico City, so big Mexico City. Um, sometime in the 1950s, he decided he was going to leave his wife and his family for reasons that nobody understood. Okay. He just said, F this. I want my own island. I'm moving on. So he acquired his own island. All right. Listen here. If my husband said, fuck you, I want my own island, I'm going to be like, no, sir. Mm-mm, try that again. No, that's I'm when you come just, into that island. You just become a black widow. Exactly. All right, moving on. On my new island that he bought me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he bought this island on Tashwilo Lake. And it was basically like this very swampy, like overrun with lily pads, deserted type island area. How he so, acquired it, I don't know. I don't know if he just went and squatted and then boom, it's his home. I don't know how Mexico works in terms okay. of that. But old Don Julian now lives on this island. Okay. So, the story. Mm-hmm. Shortly, my knots. shortly after, for music. he moved. <laughs> I'll have to put some music in here. No! <laughs> All right. Shortly after he moved to the island, it's then that people realized that he was not sound, like, in his mind. He, he was suffering of either schizophrenia you know. I mean, he left his wife and kids and moved to an island. Yeah, okay. After setting up his home on the new island, he found the body of a little girl that had washed up on the shore. <gasps> and after that, he stumbled across what is assumed to be her doll floating in the canals. Oh, that's so sad. Just wait. The story gets even more interesting. <sighs> and I feel like I'm going to throw up. No, you Okay. It doesn't say what he did with the body, but I'm going to guess he buried it or just yeah, left it there just... to rot, but I don't know. I'm going to go with he buried it. That's the more humane thing to do, and I'm already in knots over here, so. So, in his mind, in order to appease the spirit of this deceased girl that he found on the beach, he hung the doll that he found in the canal on a tree in order to make her happy, I guess. I don't know. Okay. And since he was alone on the island and it was now his island, he said, F this, I'll do what I want. Doll in the tree. Okay. Right. <clears throat> I mean, if I had an island, that's not the way I'd go. But, you yeah. know, yep. tomato, tomato, whatever. So, unfortunately, this wasn't enough for Don Julian. One doll did not appease 
the little girl's spirit. So for the next 50 years, what? he went around scrounging dolls out of trash he found during travels off-island and in the canals. Any dolls that washed up in the canals. He would hang them from various trees around the island for 50 years. Wow. All the dolls that he hung up were in various states, from headless to torsoless to fragments of whatever remained. So there might be an arm just strapped to the tree. That's creepy as fuck. Right. So, um, the island still remains and is a very popular tourist attraction. One of his nephews is currently the keeper of the island and moderates how many people visit and stuff. The strange thing is, is it's not just a few dolls and a few random trees. It's thousands of dolls hanging, decomposing, and decapitated. That's creepy as fuck. On the whole island. Why? Why? I don't know. The pictures are fucking weird. Can't. The pictures are weird. I don't want to see them. You're going to see them. I might even give you four pictures this time. Oh, oh, I can't. Dolls are so creepy. Just wait till you see these ones. I feel like they've got colorful hair and a big red nose, and I can't do it. So, the story goes that even in death, or even before death, Don Julian was devoted to appeasing the spirit of this little girl that he found 50 plus years ago. He had a... Crazy. Even his house, like his house on the island, was decorated in dolls, and he had dolls inside that he would play dress up with, and... He had a favorite doll, but I can't remember the name of the doll. He had a favorite. Thousands of dolls, and he had one favorite doll. One favorite doll, and then he had several in his house to do, like, dress up. Were they all possessed? Are all these dolls possessed? So some people believe that all the the dolls are, you know, possessed by that little girl spirit, or, like, she uses them to creep on people. Some people say that their eyes move and follow you. Uh, You know, the ones that still have eyeballs. Um, and according to some stories, Don Julian was increasingly haunted by the little girl whispering, I want my doll. He even claims that he could hear her walking and could hear footsteps in the dead of night. (sighs) Even though nobody really knows what he experienced in his hut. On top of being mentally just out there. Yeah. Just the thought of a little girl whispering, I want my doll is, you know. Creepy as fuck. Creepy. And dolls that watch you. That's weird. Um, and I would go crazy too. Have all those dolls like fall. I guess in a way, if you're off in the head and you're alone on an island. This is why people like. He had an opportunity of lifetime and he fucked it up for the rest of us. For those of us who can't afford a fucking island, he had to go get an island and make it <laughs> creepy as fuck. <laughs> like, you're, it's supposed to be luxurious and calming and relaxing. <sighs> he fucked it up. Hey, mentally crazy person. Now he has all these dolls for friends and one favorite doll. It's like my best friend, Sabrina. She's my only bestie, but I have yeah. lots of besties. No. Yeah, it's just like I'm, old Don Julian here. I'm your one and only. I'm your one and only tequila. All Don and Don Don Julian here. 
Anyway, in 2001, Barrera is his last name, but Don Julian was found dead. Rumored to be drowned in the same spot he found the body of the little girl. Did the little girl kill him? I don't know. Did the dolls kill him? I don't know. The dolls did it. For sure the dolls did it. No. No, I don't think so. I think he died of old age. They wanted a little taste of that tequila and he died. You're out of control. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Um... So the legend and the stories behind Don Julian remains fairly disputed. Mm-hmm. His relatives believe that the story was merely just a cover-up to give his efforts an intriguing allure. So him just leaving his family for no reason to get an island. Um, his family honestly believes that he never found the body of a dead girl, that it was all made up, and it was just his reasoning to collect dolls. Dolls. Others okay. others believe that a girl did actually drown there and that she haunted him up until he died. Well, when you? You know, yeah. Probably. That's a lot mm-hmm. of dolls to appease one spirit, but... So, whether or not the tales of Don Julian and the body of the little girl are true, the entire island still boasts... Every doll that he hung up to this day. Locals of Mexico City insist that the spirits of the Mexico's doll island come to life, or the dolls on the island come to life, and they whisper to each other. So that is the sound you can hear on the island at nighttime. That's really weird. There's lots of (laughs) And when visiting, a lot of visitors will bring their own dolls to leave on the island as a sign of respect. And they ask for blessings and, you know, don't please don't haunt me. The demons don't give blessings. I'm just saying. Right. So if the, it's a, it's a, but yeah, the pictures are really creepy. Demons are really creepy. Are you sitting, seeing tequila is the devil. So, I'm, I mean, are we all, do you see the full circle here? Yeah, like, I do. And on top of it, they do say that demons will sometimes show themselves in the forms of children children. because children are supposed to be innocent so basically what you're saying is satan now has an island yes full of dolls full of dolls and people give offerings to him yes and ask for blessings and then he just laughs in their face and then they go home and get into a car wreck and die and then their spirit goes into the baby dolls you've definitely gone to the extreme (laughs) <laughs> but that's possible. I don't think people go home and die. No. As long no. as they tuck their thumbs in, hold their breath, right. passing a cemetery, and <laughs> knock on wood. Oh, I can't handle the. But dog. yes, one of the pictures is like this creepy, half decayed clown oh. doll. You know that one's even more evil. <laughs> like satan's right hand yeah so i will spare you that i won't Thanks. send that picture but i will send some creepy looking pictures like there's one of this doll it looks like its head got sliced open but it also looked like the kid on toy story you know the one that tortured dolls and it's got uh-huh. like red paint smeared all over its face and its eyes are like red paint bleeding red paint looking it's uh and i was like that is uh and he just hung them up how he found them i can't like what 
what? Anyway, so that's my story of the creepy-ass doll island in Mexico. And how some man who was sane or not. Crazy. Squatted well, on an island. he was not sane. <laughs> clearly, I'm pretty sure we can all just go ahead and say tequila was crazy. And had a lot of issues. And has now opened up a portal to hell. And people go visit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people keep feeding the doll hill portal. That's kind of creepy. It's way creepy. Way creepy. I'm really glad you did your story first. And G <laughs> is going to love me for this. G is going to be so traumatized from the past two episodes. I already feel it. <laughs> well, he's going to love me for this because my topic is a fun one no dolls included no dolls included but it does deal with children isn't that interesting yeah not ghosty children oh okay like you can see feel hear children of the corn children no um Okay, maybe we took that a little too far. My topic is the backstory on how Legos became Legos. Oh, so this is a fun story. (laughs) This isn't even murder or anything. Like this is fun. This is one of those out there. So it's kind of strange. We both went with children's toys. Children's toys. How weird. Okay. My children's toys just fuck up your feet in the middle of the night. Your children's toys kill people. Okay, I, I'm just going to say. That, there's no stories about the dolls killing people. Tell Tequila that. He is now dead. He lived for 50 years collecting weird odds and ends of dolls. Okay. And see where that got him. Yeah, dead. Dead. I think okay. he died of old age and craziness. Oh, okay, I'm going to go. Continue. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I was trying to figure out a topic and I was like, you know what? I don't know. My husband's got a little Lego truck. He loves Legos. It is kind of up on our little cabinet thing. I was like, where did Legos come from? I don't know. I know that everybody loves to play with Legos. Legos make everybody happy. Except for when you step on them. Except for when you step on them, then they make you very angry. You you may even cry a little. It's a different language. It's all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some fun stuff happens when you step on a Lego and you're not not expecting it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so, um, Legos actually originally came from the Danish. Okay. Um, so, the story goes um, that there was a Danish woodworking shop back in the days before electricity. Um, I feel like this kind of got out of, out of order and I don't know how that happened. Um, so, well, okay. When it comes to all things Danish, modern furniture, beer, pastries stand out, but arguably the country's most famous export are tiny toy bricks. In 2016 alone, Tiny toy bricks. I was just doing oh, tiny toy bricks. Oh, I thought, I thought you were trying to tell me no, no, turn around or something. No, I was like, is bricks. there a fucking doll behind me? No, I was I just. I <laughs> I was just doing length, width, and height. Yes. Okay. So tiny in toy bricks. 2016 alone, over 75 
billion of the colorful plastic bricks were sold, and the 85-year-old company behind them reigns as one of the most iconic toy manufacturers. Uh, But if it weren't for a series of fires, uh, an indigenous woodworker, Legos, may never have been built. All right. So this guy has had... It's like a roller coaster for this guy. But anyways, okay. So the Lego story started in a Danish woodworking shop in the days before electricity. At the time, Billund, I'm going to call him Bill, uh, was uh, an obscured village. No, Billund was an obscured village. And old Kirk Christensen uh, was just a simple carpenter with ambition. As a young man, Christian turned his love of whittling and playing with wood into a business in 1916, and he opened his own shop as a woodworker. Oh, 1916 first, wasn't that long ago. I know. Well, that's 100 years ago. But. I mean, you know, it was like yesterday. That's good. <laughs> uh, at first, Christian's shop produced uh, furniture like ladders and stools, ironing boards, but in 1924, just as he was looking to expand his successful business, his sons accidentally set a pile of wood chips on fire and the whole building, including their home, burned to the ground. Oh, no. Destroyed. Everything. That's so sad. Wait, how did they accidentally set a pile of wood chips on fire? Oh, probably being I mean, boys and playing around. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. 1924. There's no telling. Maybe they got like a sparkler and something happened. Who knows? Uh, or one of the machines or they hit two pieces of metal. Yeah, There's yeah, no, I don't know. Um, others might have given up with the total loss, but Christian saw the fire as an excuse to simply build a larger workshop. Tragedy continued to strike, however. In 1929, uh, the American stock market crash uh, plunged the world into a depression. Christian's wife died in 1932. Vowed by professional and financial disaster, Christian laid off as much as his staff and struggled to make ends meet. Little did he know that those tragedies would lay the foundation for one of the business's great comeback story. Uh, Since times were hard, Christian had to make the hard decision to use uh, wood to create inexpensive goods that might actually sell. Going through the depression, people can't afford luxurious things. Yep. Uh, among them he made were cheap toys. Uh, the discussion, or sorry, the decision didn't pay off at first. Christian uh, actually slid into bankruptcy, but refused to stop making toys when his siblings tried to make it a condition of a bailout loan. So his family kind of came together to help him, but he wouldn't stop making toys. Um, He loved uh, making toys. Uh, He pushed the company ahead, even when it limped. Uh, He renamed the company to reflect its new direction, which was Lego. But in Danish, I guess it means well played or play well. Oh, okay. So uh, Christian may have been good ironing board builder, but it turned out he was a brilliant toy maker. He 
Ooh, excuse me. He refused to cut corners for the toys uh, his company produced. Soon, his prototypes for indigenous in- models of cars and animals and his adorable pool toys gained national fan base. His bestseller was the wooden duck whose beak opens and closes when pulled, um, and it's now like a coveted collectible because it was one of those wooden ducks. Yeah, you know? with the little wheels. Yeah. Yeah. He made that. He came up with that. That's pretty He's cool. He's a genius. Yeah. He's a genius. All right. So in 1942, as Germany occupied Denmark, another fire threatened Christian's livelihood when his entire factory once again burned to the ground. Yeah. This poor man. Uh, but then he was established well enough not only to bounce back, but to be looking forward. When World War II ended, many traditional manufacturing products uh, used to produce consumer goods simply weren't available. And as a result, many manufacturers looked to advance into plastics to create a cheap alternative. Among them, plastic injection molding in which... Uh, melted plastic is forced into the cavity of a precise mold. However, due to material shortages, the Danish government forbade its commercial use until 1947. Despite the ban, Christian bought Denmark's first plastic injection molding machine in 1946 and began experimenting with it for toys. In 1947, he was finally allowed to use it for goods that he could sell. Hmm. And by 1949, the company was creating a plastic product called the automatic binding brick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The toys look a lot like the modern Lego brick. And according to Lego, the fact is its name was English, not Danish. Uh, It was as a, a homage to the allied forces that liberated Denmark and put an end to World War II. Uh, The toy was inspired by a set of self-locking bricks invented by the British company Kidcraft? Kittycraft? Lego says Kittycraft told the company it was fine to use the design, but in 1981, they formally bought the rights to the Kittycraft bricks from their inventor's descendants. So they, they bought the... The patent. Copyright, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris and his son... Yep. Made improvements (laughs) on the British design and began selling plastic bricks in 1949. Though uh, they were not Lego's most popular toy at the time, clearly they became more and more popular as the years passed. Old Kirk died in 1958, just as his son was on the verge of using a simple automatic binding brick as a basis of a full-blown system of play designed on the principle that all blocks should interlock and be interrelated uh, and increase both the imagination of potential kids and sales. So sales became, or the system became, I'm sorry, the foundation of the modern-day Lego That means that any Lego block produced since 1955 can interlock with any other brick. Is that all cool? 
that's so cool. These people are just geniuses. Just five years after launching its system of play, Lego sustained a third catastrophic fire. Oh, my God. Like the first one, this blade sealed the company's fate. Since the fire burned up all the company's wooden toy inventory, the company decided to ditch wood for good and move ahead with plastic. Lego bricks soon caught fire throughout Europe. Ah, and I in- see what you did there. <laughs> it's a fire pun. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I, I actually did not intentionally do that, but that was hilarious. And actually <laughs> caught fire is not even in my notes. I just, I'm Said that yep, good. That's anyway. Good. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in 1968, the first Legoland theme park opened up in Boland, okay. wherever that is. Yep, yep. Additional parks clearly were later established in other locations internationally. Uh, in 1969, the company started selling Duplo line for larger bricks for young children who had trouble handling the regular Lego bricks. Nine years later, Lego introduced minifigures. We all love our minifigures. The typical smiling yellow humanoids that became a regular presence in the company's theme play sets. Today, um, the Bullond is the town. Old Kirk's unknown town is the tourist destination, and the Lego group has built itself into an industry titan. Yeah. Clearly. Um, but it never would have happened without those simple bricks or the fires that nearly destroyed the family's dream three times over. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty good. Um, you did mention that your husband likes Legos. Mine also likes Legos, but he is one of those people that he gets something and doesn't open the box. So some uh. of the Legos he has are worth hundreds. Wow. It's pretty good. My husband is obsessed. And if you buy him Legos, the box will be opened. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And he'll and the put Legos it together. will yeah. be played with. Yeah. Yes. That's how but I would do it. They the Legos, I mean, he just builds his own stuff. You know, me, I'm the type of Lego person where if I get a house, Lego, mm-hmm. I build the house. Yeah. That's what those Legos are for. Yep. They're not for your race car. They're for my house. Yeah. That's. The box even thing. has the picture of the house. <laughs> exactly. This is what the way they wanted these Legos to be used. Yes. For, for the house. Not your husband. Not your tower of. Staleness. Yes. Tower of doom. I love. I love Legos. My husband has so many Legos. It's. Uh, he. He like. He told a story. Uh, when his nieces and nephews were were younger, he had so many Legos he could bury them in Legos. Oh like, God, is that a story big. we're going to be covering soon? Uh, I mean, we just covered it. No, no, no I mean like burying people oh. in Legos. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, moving on. I'll have to look. I also know that if you work for Lego, you can you get like you get to design your own little humanoid. And it <gasps> looks just like you. Because every time we go to the Lego, well, when we went to the Lego store in Washington State, all of the employees had their little Lego person on their name tag that looked just like them. That is so cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Well, you know, there's a show, um, Lego Masters, on. Did not know that. Where they get, like, 
eight teams. I think it starts out with like eight or 10 teams and they get X amount of time to build something. Yeah. And usually, you know, it's, it has to be elaborate, big. And I mean, the first season of Lego Masters, I was hooked. Right. I was hooked. And second season is out now. And I mean, it's just bigger and better. And you're just like, how is this even possible? I, I mean, I mean, they came uh, this well. They had to do hats is an example. Yep. They had to like build a hat out of Legos. Uh, another one is they had to build a bridge, and then uh, to see who whose bridge could hold more weight, they'd put all this weight. These fucking things got like so much weight holding. Uh, it was crazy. That's Absolutely crazy. And then uh, like some of the contests are. Uh, you know, we're going to, you have to make this bomb. We're going to drop the Legos and we want to see this explosion. And I mean, it's phenomenal. It kind of breaks your heart because they spent like, yeah. you know, 12 Days. hours building this thing <laughs> just so you can destroy it. But oh, it's crazy. really cool. Well, that was a fun it's story. Really cool. Yeah. I know my husband Something wants to different. go to Legoland. So uh, where's it at? Is there one in Cali? Uh, I think that there is. There's, I mean, there's Legoland. Well, I know, I think for sure there's one in California. Yeah. And I know there's one in Japan. Like, the one he really wants to go to is in Japan, but. Hmm. Might have to make that, like, our. Road trip. 50, 50-year-old 50 fucking. <laughs> right. Jesus. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, well, G, G is currently there, so maybe he'll go. I think he went to Legoland recently well there you go g yeah. i figured i figured we've scared you enough the last few episodes <laughs> we could be a good one to listen to i'll give you a little history on some legos well, that's good. yeah who doesn't like legos everybody loves legos yes but nobody knew how legos started and nobody likes stepping on legos don't let her fool you i mean but there are contests i mean there there are those idiots that have contests to see who can walk on Legos the furthest or something. I don't know. You, your keyword there was idiot. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody willingly. Well, yes. I personally <laughs> would not willingly walk on Legos because no. they hurt. But they're a lot of fun to play with. I don't care how old you are. You're never too old to play with Legos. Legos. How was your nap? Okay. How was yours? I didn't nap. Say hi to Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Are you going to wear your dinghy? Sabrina wants to know if you have a budgie smuggler. Smuggler. Budgie smudge, smuggler. Budgie. Budgie smuggler. No, budgie. For you? He said no. And walked away. Anyway. So. Anywho. That's the story on Lego. Well, that's a pretty good story. I like your topic. It was not. No, no murder. No death. No, no murder, ghosties. No, no asylums. No, dolls. no creepy dolls. No clowns, no, no clowns. spiders. No, we're doing good. But I'm sure you can make a doll out of Legos. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, that's true. Not, no, I think I'd make a dragon. Ooh, that'd be fun. That would take forever. So no dragons. Anyway. Anywho. So Legos. check out our website. Coffeekiosschatter.com. Yeah, just do it. You'll love it. Yeah. Or you can check out our Facebook. Or our Instagram. We have one of those. Or our Patreon. Ooh, that's my favorite. Yeah, we need, like, uh, we'll get better at updating it. 
hopefully by this time next episode we'll have discord yeah. up and running what slowly but surely making it you just announced fun. it you yeah. announced discord yeah <gasps> wow, we're almost there we're almost there i'm playing with the piggy we I got know. a piggy yeah but that is a that is a only us thing oh yeah. shit edit that part out sorry That's fine. no you're good um but yeah so discord should should be up and running okay it, it's been quite the learning experience but i think it'll be a very nice place for our listeners to go hang out give us ideas Chat. through that yeah platform yeah once it's up and running i'll put it on the website and we'll post it on facebook and instagram so you can get there if you're a discord fan yep i personally don't know how to use it so y'all will have a lot of fun watching me fumble around and no you'll be fine i'll just post gifts the little and, gifts and the idea behind that is uh for our patreon followers we'll have our own special channel for you guys and then we can do like live interviews and q and a's and yeah. all that good jazz so ask us questions send us questions all the good all the good stuff all um, the good but i think that covers our, our media presence be sure to like us share yep. us with your friends yep. sharing. Share us. sharing is caring absolutely and yeah i think that's it for today i think that's it creepy dolls and legos for all Creepy dolls and Legos. Man, we are quite the mixture, aren't we? I think I'm going to title the episode Creepy Dolls and Legos for All. I love it. Yeah. It's almost like putting uh, Skittles and something else together. I can't think of it. M&Ms. Skittles and M&Ms together. <laughs> I made a face and not make a sound, but would not want that in my mouth. That is... Uh... I love it when we do this because you have no idea what's going to happen in our episode <laughs> ever. Yeah. Right. Last episode, we were in the 1800s and 1950s together. This episode, we're fucking who knows. Yeah. So stay tuned. Where will we be next week? Until next week. Until then. Bye. 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 Bye.